The China-Burma border is an inhospitable place, strewn with used needles, syringes and discarded plastic bottles, all signs of the heroin epidemic that has devastated this state for the past decade. It's dusty, remote and relentlessly humid. But amid all this, they sing all the time. I spent most of the week there in one specific rehab centre, with young guys singing hymns and throwing cold water on themselves. There I met Noor San, a 19-year-old addict, who had arrived at the centre just before me, and ended up being one of the lead characters in my programme. I decided to trace his steps back, to find out when, how and where he got into heroin, starting at his family home. So we've just turned off the main roads where they're selling melons and drying corn in the sun. And we're now just making our way up a dirt track towards Nosan's house to meet his mum and some other relatives who all live together. They're all sitting around in a circle, chomping away on sunflower seeds and slurping green tea from overflowing china cups. So this is Nosan's sister, and what's her name? Oh, Kwansin. Kwansin, okay. Yes. <laughs> She's beaming. And, um, and how do you feel about him being in a rehab centre? Are you worried about him? Actually, uh, among her friends, uh, they have, uh, her friends say, your brother is a drug user, drug addict, and uh, she was underestimated by her, her friends. And uh, she's pretty sad about this, and uh, she always encouraged uh, her brother to stop using a drug. His mum, a frail, frowning lady, seemed borderline irritated about her son being in rehab. I asked her how she would describe Nor San. Actually, he was the worst, worst son in the sibling oh. among her children. And uh, he. he I thought you would say he was a golden boy, that he was a wonderful son, but no. And, uh, he doesn't normally listen <laughs> to her oh, and, no. uh, you know, kind of, yeah, bad boy. Oh. <laughs> this is what she said. Did you expect that it was a possibility that he may one day find his way into heroin? Yeah, and I was... She did, but didn't really want to answer that. In the future, his future will be bright. He will learn a lot about life. And then he will find a way out. This is what she expects. And she's all, she said she will encourage him to find a better way. Well, the inky monsoon clouds have rolled in. And at last, some welcome relief from the stifling heat. We've come to Nosan's school to try and find out more about the opportunities or maybe the lack of opportunities that exist for young people. I go inside to meet the head teacher, who tells me that every evening she waits until after dark, doing the rounds of the forest behind the football field. Some of her students are as young as 11 when they start using heroin, and usually here on the school grounds, just as Norsan did.
The next day I went on patrol with Pat Jassan, an anti-drug squad, as they rounded up dealers. That's a big part of the programme, so I'll end there, encourage you to listen to it, and just say that some of them weren't exactly focused on the task at hand. I can't believe this is happening. They've captured the woman who owns this shop, a noodle shop, and they're accusing her of selling methamphetamine and heroin. And we went away to go and find somebody else who would likely be arrested. And we've come back, and a member of Pakistan is just helping herself to noodles. Yeah. She's just cooking up some noodles. So I'm just a bit surprised at this woman um, sort of making herself at home. <laughs>